0: This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephyr only on 101.9 High FM. Eli K, a a young South African who had made aliyah to Israel, was killed by a Hamas gunman in Jerusalem's old city in November 2021. He was one of those mourned on Yom Hazikaron, Israel's National Day of Remembrance. His grandmother, Jessie Kay, co-founder of a social group called New Beginnings for Those Suffering Bereavement, is my guest to tell me more. Um, Jesse, thank you so much for coming in. I, I have this urge to call you Mrs. K. Please call me Jessie. <laughs> Jesse, firstly, thank you so much for coming in. And Pleasure. And secondly, do you want to tell me a little bit about Ellie?
1: Ellie grew up always, we always felt he was special, and we always say this when someone is deceased, but he was. He was a special child with many interests, one of my regrets is that we saw him mostly on Shabbosim because that's when the whole family had time to be together. So I didn't see him doing things like playing the guitar. But um, he was a very, very bright student. Uh, he had definite ideas. He was a very humane person, very non-racialistic. This showed from an early age, I think taught by his parents and I hope grandparents, and uh, very aware of history and Israel, but we didn't realize to what extent until he went for a year to Australia, um, to Yeshiva there, after Matrik uh, with very high marks, and then went to Israel. And there he made up his mind, he's going to make Aliyah. So he was actually our pioneer who went to Israel first.
0: You must, I mean, I, the, I remember the shock that went through our very small and very close community when we heard the news. Jesse, it must have shattered your family.
1: I think our family of course was shattered, you cannot not be shattered, but I was talking to a very close friend that morning, Joan Bernard, and she said to me, you know on dot org, there's something about somebody being shot and we were discussing because it came out that somebody, an Arab dressed as a Haredi had done it which was false information. Anyway, when we finally learnt my middle son, Nahi came upstairs, we were going out for coffee and he said, Mark Back and sit down mm. And before that I'd said to him I'm freezing cold, it was a hot day like today I am freezing cold I have to change weight And in that time he got the news from Avi The father mm. And so on, of course we were shattered But so numbed, all we had to do was pack and get on a plane And get there So we arrived in Israel Cliffy, my, my husband, myself my son and Nahi Levine and his wife, the uh, Devorah's brother and sister-in-law, we arrived there during the funeral. So we watched the funeral on the phone. We missed it. It was the quickest connection we could get. And then we sat shiver. But the beauty about the shiver, I know that sounds funny, but the silver cloud was the achdos in Israel, the caring, the concern. I mean, what in where my kids live? put up a tent, people came, the president came, Bibi came, the mayor came, the mayor of Modi'in, the mayor of Jerusalem, but it's not, it's that they care. You know, it's not that there were public figures as much as the whole of Israel, Israel just comes together, and that was so beautiful. For us, Cliffy and I, who'd run a big, big home and observatory where everyone was welcome, we were like the local Chabad house, um, so many people came from up to 50 years ago to say hello to Cliffy and I and thank us for what our home had meant to Remy. So we were comforted, we were sad, but to you see your children's pain is marvellous, uh, un- yeah. uh, uh, terrible. But no words, actually. The marvellous thing I'm going to say is that from the very first time i spoke to the press, just when he got back from the funeral, he and Devorah decided they will not be victims, and they have never been. They have built up a foundation, I don't know if they call it that, um, giving to others, spreading the words of what Israel should be, talking positively always, and not carrying hate. Or um, cynicism or anything like that cor- corrodes you It corrodes your inside and does nothing for yourselves or the outside world So they set a tone which the whole family has followed And just to end that yes, part, yeah. um I started Nehama organization co-founded it And from those years, my kids probably absorbed the message of we don't want to be victims. We want to take what life gives us and make it as good as we can. So probably in a minute or two, we're going to take a break. So I'll talk about
0: um, Nehama after the break. But before then, I just want to say two things. One is back in Joburg at Torah Academy, uh, the juice board hosted a memorial for Ellie which was also unbelievably well attended, and it didn't matter whether you knew Ellie or you didn't. Again, the community came together to show support and solidarity, and it was an incredibly beautiful event. The other thing I wanted to say is that there's so much that has been done in Ellie's name, including um, various initiatives.
1: But just before we take the break, do you want to talk about some of those initiatives? I don't know if I'm going to be able to cover enough of this, but when I was in Israel for the memorial the first year, we went to a kibbutz where the first child, when Eli was a lone soldier, he used to spend his Shabbosim, and that child was named after him. We went to Chawal and we saw the house that was dedicated to lone soldiers in his name. Okay, so after the break, we will talk about the Nachama Foundation.
0: This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephyr, only on 101.9 High FM. And I'm talking to Jessie Kay, and she was just telling me, uh, reminiscing maybe a little bit about and paying tribute and honor to Ellie Kay, her grandson who was brutally murdered in Israel. Tell me about the Nahama Foundation.
1: The Nahama, it's not foundation, and the Nahama organization was started, whew, I think it's nearly 40 years. Um, it was started on the idea of Barry Kay, no relation, who was then the funeral director and said, parents were emigrating, uh, children were immigrating. Parents, when one passed away, the other was left alone with no support. I'm gonna make it quick. And that led to, that I had been working for Compassionate Friends as a volunteer, uh, then co-founded with Rabbi fachler and others, many others, too many to mention. Um, the Nakama Foundation It's been going since A few years ago We amalgamated I don't know if that's the correct word With the Khev Because I felt it was my time to start You know, retiring a bit New ideas, new products New this But it was essentially a, And is and still runs very, very well As a bereavement organisation Giving solace to many, many Um, My swan song was to start a group on Sunday mornings, which runs beautifully with people with heavy pain. New beginnings, on the other hand, started in my mind during COVID when I heard our cancers and their pain because it was very hard to help people who couldn't even say goodbye to their spouses, Mm, that type of thing. And I was sitting at home locked in like we all were and I thought if I feel like this and I've still got my husband, Baruch Hashem, no longer, but then what am I going to, what are all these widows going to do? I had many friends who were widows. It's this age and the stage, as one friend said. And so I started talking to them, and they didn't want counselling. They didn't want that. They just wanted a new beginnings. That was the idea in my head when the group started, which was just before Eddie died, okay. where well, Eddie was killed.
0: Okay, so tell me about it. what it does today and how it operates. Uh, we okay.
1: started a year ago. Our anniversary was in March. The idea was to have speakers that would entertain people who would be able to meet. And a lot of them, oh, you were my old school friend, that type of thing, find new beginnings, new outings, new ways to cope with their aloneness or loneliness. And so it's worked. We had a a, a wonderful first year anniversary. Uh, We have varied speakers. Uh, We have a committee and we have very exciting plans and going forward on outings, maybe an overseas trip. I'm thinking of working with other Amazing. groups from overseas. So helping our tourism for next August. Amazing. And the group is growing. If anybody would like to be in touch or learn more. Oh, I haven't brought any but I'll give you my phone number. It is O eight two double four nine three one. Four seven. and if anybody missed that, they're not too worried because I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say one more thing? Yes. When course. we started the group, we found that because of COVID, many other groups had failed, and peop- women's groups, and they could not believe that in our first outing we had sixty nine. Wow, that is incredible. Our first meeting, not outing. Well,
0: that is testimony to you. So thank you so much for coming on the show, and um, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for giving us the time. That was Jesse Kay reminiscing.